0: It's time to kickstart your confidence. In this podcast, you will hear open and honest interviews with business owners and like minded people who have struggled and then how they have overcome their own issues. Listen to their real life struggles and personal accounts of how they have changed their lives and continue to do so on a daily basis. Get rid of stress, own your own space and thoughts. It's time to take control. Feel your personal health and well-being improve as you travel with us on this journey. And now, your host, former British champion, owner, and chief instructor of Hastings Kickboxing Academy, and third Dan black belt, Carl Denning.
1: From a very young age, I was used to getting up very early. So from the age of like 10, I started doing a paper round. I was getting up at 5.15 in the morning, doing a paper round, going to school, going home, going to the gym, getting home at 9, half 9, sometimes 10, and then going on the computer like most teenagers do and playing the computer till 1 o'clock in the morning, and then doing that every day. So even at a young age, my body clock got used to having less sleep than normal, I guess. And then I'd go out apple picking with my mum when we didn't have a babysitter, so I'd go out really early, come back really late, because I had no choice. Um, I'd go out with my dad and we'd deliver Friday ads, so that would be my pocket money. We'd go out on a Thursday night at 9pm, we'd go around pretty much the whole of East Sussex, get home at three o'clock, four o'clock in the morning, and then I'd be up at five, half, five for my paper round. And that was aged 14, 15, Um, and then I left school, same again getting up at half five six o'clock in the morning to go to work for phillips so from about the age of 10 all the way through my life I've, i'm trained to getting up at 6am now some people will get up earlier some people will go to bed later so this will this will be completely different for some of you um but i'm used to not having a lot of sleep i'm quite good on five hours sleep six hours if i get that uh, i'm golden but over the last probably five, six years, I've been really struggling and been getting two or three hours broken sleep as well. So I'd go to bed at one, wake up at half two, be awake at half three, four, get back to sleep, then come back and then maybe get another half hour, hour. And um, what was difficult is everyone was like, oh my God, Cole, you're mental, you're gonna have a breakdown, you're gonna crash, you need to go to the doctors, you need to get sleeping tablets. And although I went to the doctors, I refused to go on medication to help me sleep. Um, I kind of wanted to find my own remedies for it. It doesn't help that I'm a bit mental, I'm slightly overactive, Um, again, whether it be the entrepreneurial side of my brain or I just like doing stuff, but it's um, just how I'm wired. And hopefully some of these tips will help you guys if you're a little bit like me. Um, And even if you're not, there's some tips in here that I think are really helpful. Things that I've only learned in the last two years from the age of Thirty-nine, forty. which if I'd known these 20 years ago, if I could have told my daughters this or friends this, it would have helped massively from a, a much younger age. So one of the things to remember is your mindset is key. Stress, overthinking things, for example, COVID, moving gym, setting up a brand new facility and still not being op- able to open. The amount of stress that that could cause me. Now it does cause me stress. And if I think about it, it causes more stress but have you know lots of people are oh, I'm really struggling with covid but they're still working from home getting 8% or possibly only losing a little bit but having all of what we've just done and not being able to open is um is quite can be quite a challenge so I've had to really learn how to change my mindset and how I'm thinking so I hope that kind of makes sense the other thing is well you you've got to remember that routine equals habit and we create our own habits within reasons, children a little bit different because parents, you tell your children what to do and obviously schools and colleges and stuff creates a routine, but that's still a routine that you're in and that's a routine that becomes a habit and that habit then kind of moulds your life and then it changes as you go through different stages of your life. Other things in that can be diet, training, education and exercise, but I don't wanna go too far into all of that because that's not what this is about. So the tips, the tips are, quite simple ones I think but really really effective and stuff that I've had to play with over a couple of years not just a couple of weeks and remember this is exactly like if you were training at a gym or if you was going to school and educating or going to college learning a sleep pattern learning how to switch your brain off learning how to relax all of these things are training you don't go to one martial arts session and be a black belt a world champion you don't go to english or spanish for one class and then completely understand that language it is an education thing that takes time to learn so these are the tips and these are things that i've been working on over the last few years and they've really really helped me so i'd be really interested and happy to know if this does help you guys as you go forward so number one only have one or two cups of tea a day so from the age of probably 13, 14, I've been having six, seven, eight cups of tea a day, lots of caffeine. And again, I've got used to that in my system. Um, and it's only realized when you come off it and when you do detox, how badly that does actually affect you. When I come off of, say so when I come off of tea, I've gone, so last week I had like three cups of tea in a week, just to give you an example, but I used to have seven, eight, nine cups of tea a day. Um, and I didn't realize how much that was affecting me because I've done that for 20 years of my life. Um, it took four or five days of headaches to detox and come away from it, but now I've got over that stage, it is a lot better. So depending on how much caffeine and or chocolate you have is huge to your sleeping pattern, and it's taken me a very long time to kind of get used to that. Um, Go to bed when you're tired, number two. Very simple, when you're tired, go to bed. So don't force yourself and push yourself to go later. If you're feeling sleepy and you're dropping off, Go to bed because what happens you stay awake you watch the rest of the film you watch the next series and then normally what happens you go to bed and then you've woken back up because you've gone through that going to sleep cycle and then you've gone into kind of an, another awake cycle because um, you've tried to fight it and therefore it might only take 10 20 minutes but it might take a bit longer i always found it took ages so it used to take me uh, two years ago three, four, five, six years ago, it used to take me about an hour, roughly, to get to sleep. I'd go to bed, I'd be completely wired, I'd have a meltdown about about a million different things, or I'd be overthinking and overanalyzing everything um, that I could just deal with tomorrow. But that's taken training to learn to get past that. Um, So go to bed when you're tired, and when you're thinking less, definitely really important. Number three, don't eat two hours before you go to bed. So a lot of people will have puddings, all the way through Christmas, that was me, and um, that's why I put on quite a bit of weight. And again, your, your body takes, everyone's different, but two to three hours to digest and will continue burning and churning. And, and again, whatever you've eaten will then, again, if there's caffeine in it, chocolate, sugars and stuff, um, is not good for you when you're going to bed. So trying to A, either have dinner earlier or if you're going to bed later, and B, don't snack. Again, i the first person to snack, so it hasn't been easy, and it has taken some training, but it is unbelievable the difference it's made in my life over the last year. Um, certainly over the last four or five months, even more so. Um, now, I don't wanna go into this, but sex, get a balance. Again, male or female, um, like I said before, men a little men a little bit easier to go, yeah, I can go to bed, go to sleep. Um, and it seems like, from what I've read, women struggle more, mainly because they're doing more chores around the house generally i don't want to generalize but that is the case plus looking after the kids getting them to school dealing with all the stresses as well as a general rule well, don't shoot me for saying that but it is kind of the way it is um and then again it it can be quite an impact in your life she goes to bed tired he's not tired tomorrow i'm tired like tomorrow because i'm tired tonight okay cool tomorrow 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 so again if you're working together better and if you're both getting good sleep, then you will both work together as a couple. Again, really important um, because you want to get on. Certainly now we're locked down or in theory, we're locked down and having to put up with each other more. It's really important that you get on better with your partner. So that's really important. Don't go to bed angry. Again, that could go back to that it? You get to bed, then you get angry because um, one of you are tired and one of you aren't. Um, an easier said than done, but Always try and deal with any grief you have got or any stresses you've got that you're dealing with. Try and deal with them before you get into the bedroom. Um, Again, I don't really have that with Sade because we generally don't argue and we generally get on. And if we do disagree on something really small, then it will normally get sorted out in the afternoon or evening while we're chilling out watching TV together. Isn't that right? Silence. (laughs) (laughs) Write a to-do list. Now, a lot of people do this but a lot of people don't stick to it. So I have a to-do list in my diary, but I also have a to-do list on my phone um, and they kind of coexist together because sometimes you won't have your diary with you in bits and pieces and everyone does this differently, but it is so important, a tick list, uh, well done list, whatever you want to call it, but having a to-do list is so important because for a lot of people, I'm one of them massively. When you go to bed and you start to relax, that's when your brain starts going, oh shit, I need to do that, I have got to do that, I need to do that tomorrow. But if you've already written it down throughout the evening, so what I do personally, this works really well for me, all of these ideas kind of come to me while I'm teaching or in the shower. So when we sit down and chill out for an hour, um, I generally just have my diary next to me and then we'll be watching something and then I'll go, oh yeah, shit, write that down. And then I've dealt with it so I don't have to go to bed and think about it. And then generally what happens throughout an evening, I'll write four or five little notes I need to do that tomorrow. I need to do that at the weekend. So um, that's kind of how my to-do list works in my diary. And then my phone is pretty much with me all the time. So um, more important stuff goes in there that is like a monthly, oh, I haven't done that yet. I haven't done that yet, like MOT the car and all that kind of stuff. Oh, where did I get to? Um, Number eight, have a notepad by your bed. So don't have your phone, don't have your diary, completely different list, bullet points, If you are one of them people that goes to bed and goes, oh, I need to do that. If you write it down, it's logged and you can forget about it. If you don't write it down, it tends to stay in here and you tend to mull it over. And again, if you're like me and overthink things, then you mull it over and over and over and over like I did doing this live last night. And I was like, should have just written it down. Should have written it down. Number nine, read a book, not TV and not your phone by your bed. So again, I'm not a big reader. So I have audiobooks instead. But don't go to bed and watch TV. Now, there are some people that will jump in bed, watch TV and fall asleep watching TV. Again, if that's you, there's nothing wrong with that. But if we jump in bed, Charlie to watch his TV, it keeps me awake, generally. Not all the time, but generally. Um, but the bedroom is for sleeping and other stuff, getting dressed, not doing office stuff and work stuff so that's really important the next really big thing is your bedroom is your office is your your bedroom is your bedroom not your office and that is so important I used to do this all the time I used to take the laptop up we used to jump in bed stick the TV on for an hour and I'd unwind doing that but all I was end up doing is stressing myself out doing more paperwork whilst sitting in bed and it kind of took away what the bedroom should be and turned it into an office, which I hated. I stopped doing that a couple of years ago, but that was a massive step for me. Your bedroom is a bedroom, not an office. So don't make it an office. Have that separate. Really important. Stop using your phone an hour before you go to bed. So what I do, it's time now, 10 to eight. Again, we'll watch TV, I'll answer some emails, a bit of Facebook, do a bit of posting, that kind of stuff. Unwind, chill out, look at some rubbish, because I find that as an unwind. But then, as a general rule, about 10 o'clock, half 10, I'll put my phone on silent and I do my best not to touch it. That doesn't mean I don't touch it, but I'm not sitting on it. So I'm starting to come away from the phone. And again, that's really important. Very difficult, but it, again, it's a skill, it's a routine, it's training that you have to do. Before you go to bed, you have to start in a bit earlier. How many, how many of you go to bed, give your missus a cuddle, or your husband a cuddle, your partner a cuddle, and then roll back over, pick your phone back up? So the last thing you do is your phone, <laughs> not, not your partner. <laughs> so yeah Um, get off your phone before you go to bed and there's another thing on your phone in a minute Um, if you are like me for years I thought well why do I want two phones I don't want two phones if someone rings me I want to answer my phone rather than having to deal with two phones but we now have I'm filming this on my personal phone but we have a work phone as well now admittedly probably 25% of the traffic still comes to my personal phone but I now have a work phone that 75% of our traffic, our questions, our Facebook for HKA goes to that phone. So I do, not that I do it a lot, um, but I could give that phone to someone and go, right, I'm going away for the weekend to take that phone. I'm going to bed, that phone's staying downstairs, and, and so on. So it's really, really important that if you have a business like mine, that is quite personal, a bit different if you work uh, at a carpet shop and you have a landline, you go to the carpet shop, shut the shop and go home for example. But if you've got a personal business like PT in, martial arts, something that's very like this, then make sure you have a work phone. i resisted for years. Oh, it's gonna cost me another 10 or a month. Or I need to buy another phone. I've got to carry two phones. I've got to charge two phones. But it's one of the best moves I've done for the business. And as time goes on, slowly transferring more and more over to that phone instead of that phone. So that's really, really important. De-de-de. Number 13, get up when you are wide awake. So a lot of the times I wake up at five o'clock and I, four o'clock depends on my day, I find if I get up then I'm so productive. The hours between five and seven, 7.30, before the world wakes up and starts annoying you and slowing your day down, you're so productive between five and seven. Now some people can wake up and go straight back to sleep again, if you can, brilliant. But I really struggle. Once I'm awake, and again, it could be a fox fight outside, the neighbour starting his car up, some wind. Something wakes me up, generally, that's me, I'm awake. So I wake up and I go, okay, I'm up. And I can lie there for two hours. And all I end up doing is really, really stressing myself out, lying there for an hour going, go to sleep, go to sleep, go to sleep. Fucking hell, yeah. Just get up. Just get up and stop being productive. That list you've written, go and start ticking it the note by your bed, get up, pick that up, and just start getting, because otherwise you'll get up at like half eight and then go, fuck it, I should've got up earlier, shouldn't I? Could've gone for a run, and I could've got that paperwork done, or the gym hoovered, or the paperwork for the coaches sorted out, or, or whatever it is you need to do. Um, just get up. It is so much more productive, and I re- that's another really big thing that's really helped me. And people go, how do you get so much done in a day? Because I get up and get it done. Just get shit done, simple. Just means you got to get out of bed. <laughs> it's really hard to keep up on this and keep going. Uh, number fourteen. I tell you what I'm going to do. I can't move it. That's why. Covid stress worry. It is huge. Like I spoke about the other that da- the other day, the other minute. Um, where so many people are really stressing, quite understandably, about Covid and lockdown and money and etc. And I completely get it now. I really get it. Again, we've moved our facility. We were ready to open in January. Big open, big launch, and it's shut. And we don't know how long we're gonna be shut for. So mentally, that is so destructive. So, soul destroying. I feel like I've got a Ferrari, and there's no petrol for sale. Or I can't find the car keys. Do you know what I mean? that's, That's generally how I feel. Everyone's going, oh my God. Love your Ferrari on the drive, eh? I mean, yeah, can't drive it. Can't find the keys, or we've run out of petrol. It's honestly, so I've really had to change my mindset, certainly over the last couple of months. So it's easy to go, isn't it? Just don't stress, bless you. Um, but it's taken two years of self-development, going on courses, being a part of a mastermind, talking to more people, being more open to change my mindset on how i deal with stress and worry and i haven't mastered it i still have bad days but i'm getting better at it so if i hadn't mastered this to this point now i'd probably well i'd be in a completely different place to where i am now six months ago if i hadn't worked out how to deal with stress and worry so i can't teach you how to do that because everyone's stresses will be different but Again, read books, listen to audio books, listen to podcasts, follow positive people, follow us, start training, get some exercise, have a healthy diet, and start understanding how to deal with your stress and worry, whatever that be. We've all got COVID to deal with. We've all got that, like the tax man. We all have to pay him. So yeah, that's worry and stress. Number 15 kind of rolls into join a positive group. Be around driven, friendly, happy people, not negative and shit. Yeah? 90% of Facebook, certainly a lot of Facebook, is dribble. And everyone, basically, have you seen that? Have you seen what Cindy said? Have you seen what Karen shared? Have you seen what John thinks? Negative, negative. And it's like news. If you pick up a newspaper, shit sells, doesn't it? So a newspaper is full of rubbish. You don't listen to the news, you don't listen to Piers Morgan in the morning. Is it Piers Morgan? Yes. Yeah, don't even listen to him. But you don't listen to him and he's going, oh, the world is great and fluffy and it's all bunnies and rainbows. It's all negative, argue, why haven't you done this? Why haven't you done that? You should resign. You should be sacked. You should go and kill yourself. Negative, but it engages people, but it does pull you down. So it's so hard, but try and find positive groups, positive people, be around driven individuals, which is why, again, when we're online training, we are as positive and driven as as this is, and hopefully this is kind of helping some of you as well. And if it is, I'd, I'd love to know if it does help and make some kind of sense. Number 16, listen to podcasts, read books. I'm terrible at reading books, which is why I have an audiobook, And I just listen to audiobooks. I've just finished Richard Branson's book, which is uh, okay. It's not brilliant. The first part's really good. The second part just goes on about his flying, but it's really interesting to listen to some of his deals and stresses. So having to deal with like, a six hundred million pound um, claim where nearly crushed him, and he nearly had to sack three thousand people and all that kind of stuff. So, kind of listening to that kind of puts a lot of things into perspective. Which is again, when you hear stuff like that, it makes you understand other stresses a little bit better. So, podcast books, not shit TV, not news, not Facebook, which is ironic because we're on Facebook now. But this is meant to be positive. This is meant to be helping people. Number seventeen. Pillows, mattresses, and duvets. So for example, again, you might have a 15-year-old pillow that smells, that has no strength or no support left in it. So a really decent pillow can help, a decent mattress, uh, a decent duvet. For example, I've recently tried a um, weighted blanket, which was brilliant. It really made me feel snug and secure, and I loved it. But, but I overheated in it. So I don't know if I need to buy an even more expensive one that has better heat circulation or whatever. But again, there are so many different things. Again, you spend like half your life in bed. So if you're gonna spend any money on anything, it will be a half decent mattress, a pillow, and your blankets. Again, you will be different. I prefer a duck pillow that's quite soft because I like my head sinking in it. But some people like big sponge ones. Some people like memory phones. I, over, I brought a memory phone one and completely overheated in that head headache for three days. So it's not for me, but it could be for you. So it might be worth looking at your bed um, and kind of what you're sleeping in um, that can have a huge impact. Uh, Partners can make a a massive impact. Again, I'm not going to try and tell you how to manage your relationship, but it is really, really, really helpful um, to get on with your partner. So, and again, if you're struggling, talk to your partner. Work out your issues before you go to bed and so on and so on. Now, number 19, the last one, I said 15, you got 19. The biggest change for me in sleeping in my life, this is the number one, but I left it till the end, so if you left, you missed it, is leave your phone downstairs. That's it. So work phone, personal phone, both phones. So when I go to bed, both phones stay on charge downstairs. And this is the, biggest and singlest thing that has helped me sleep. Even if you don't touch your phone when you're in your bed, you know it's there. You know it's there. So your brain is going towards it. You could go on about 5G radio waves and all that rubbish as well. If it is rubbish or not, I don't know. But knowing it's there, your brain gets drawn to it. Even if you're just checking the time, the light that your phone emits does stuff to your brain to wake you up. I'm not going to go into the science of it because I don't know it but what I do know is it keeps you awake. Um, And a lot of people go, yeah, but what if this happens and what if the kids have to ring and they'll probably be all right. And if it is really that bad, someone will come and bang on your door to wake you up. Um, Your phone should be on silent anyway, so that in theory you won't hear it ring because it'll be on silent. Um, But I, I cannot stress how important it is to leave your phone downstairs. It has made the biggest impact in my sleep. And it was difficult, like the, the detachment from it, bearing in mind, obviously I have my personal life on my phone, but I obviously have the business life. And I'll be like, oh, I need to reply to them. They've asked about training tomorrow and can I have a PT? The amount of people that message me three o'clock in the morning, can I book a PT? I'm not gonna reply to them, I'm asleep. But for some reason, I end up waking up at four o'clock in the morning, check the time. Oh, I've got a message, put it down. But you're going, I need to reply, I need to reply. I have to reply. So you reply, oh, I've got two missed calls at two o'clock in the morning. What do they want? But if it's downstairs on silent, you don't know. So you just start to learn to switch off. Took me about three weeks to get over that. Where's my phone? Uh, best thing I've ever done. So again, if you take anything away from this, leave your phone downstairs on silent. Don't touch it now before you go to bed. So there you go. That is 19 sl- things to help you sleep. Remember, we are all different. We've all got different sleep patterns. Some of us are night hours, some of us are morning hours. There's nothing wrong with that. Um, I personally, I can have four hours sleep a night for three weeks and still function at about 95% of my capacity. I know people that have, if they don't have eight hours of sleep, six nights a week, they are absolute rubbish. They just break down, they can't function. I'm lucky that I can do that, but then that's 30 years of, training myself to deal with no sleep and just crack on. Um, and again, it's part of the way my brain's wired. So everyone's different. Everyone has different patterns. Some of you work night shifts. Some of you find sleeping in the morning better than the evening. Some of you can power nap. I have never power napped in my life. It's a waste of time for me. I've tried and I still can't do it because as soon as I lie down, I'm going, well, I could be up doing stuff and getting that done and getting that done. So again, everyone is completely different. So some of this, all of this might not work for you. But if, there's still eight people watching in the moment, but if any of you lot take anything away from that today, I really hope that helps. Um, I'm not gonna go through all 19 again, but the main things is cut out as much caffeine as you can, drink as much water as you can, don't eat, uh, if you can, two, three hours before you go to bed, have a work phone if you've got a personal business like I have. The biggest thing, leave your phone downstairs on silent. Try and deal with all your worries and stresses before you go to bed, don't sleep on them. And try and follow and be around positive people. So podcasts, books, audio books, training sessions, be around positive people. So there you go, I've rattled on for long enough. I hope that helps. If you're watching this, again, just give us a thumbs up, give us a thank you. So I hate silence, you know that. If you are watching this and then in three weeks time, you go, oh, I've noticed my sleep has got better. I would love to know. I would honestly really like to know if this has helped you. If this has helped you, amazing, awesome. Uh, if you're listening to this podcast, I hope you've enjoyed it. And again, once again, like I just said, I really hope it helps. Have a great evening. I'm off to do half hour of paperwork, then I'm turning my phone off. So take care. As always, guys, I really appreciate it. And I'll see you soon.
0: Thank you for listening. If you enjoyed today's chat, have any questions or feedback for us, or would like to be on one of our podcasts, leave a review and we will happily get back to you. If you would like more details on how Hastings Kickboxing Academy can help you or a family member, find all our contact details in the show notes. Make sure you subscribe to HKA's Kickstart Your Confidence podcast. And remember, it's not just a sport, it's a way of life.